Chaos, complete chaos as it pertains to Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys. This is Speak. Glad you're here, but let me bring you up to date on the chaos and how we have the attention of the sports world. Now, look, I gave you all my MVP rankings on Monday as an official voter, but people were not happy because I left Dak Prescott off the list. 4.8 million views. You can see that attained, but not just the attention of common men, the attention of superstar Micah Parsons, because he chimed in and he posted... But y'all on here trying to convince me Dak's not top three. Adam Manolacho, make it make sense. I leave Dak out of the list, we get attention. Joy Taylor speaks Dak's name, we get attention. 2.1 million views when she says that Dak Prescott isn't a top three MVP candidate right now. We'll get this today. Player of the Month, it came out. Dak Prescott, NFC's Player of the Month. I applaud you, kudos to you, but that brings up an incredible question for you, Joy Taylor, because you got a lot of people up in arms. A lot of people are up in arms, but here is my question. Dak Prescott, he's the Player of the Month. How does that change your opinion on his MVP candidacy, and does it at all? Well, it's got to change it. You just showed my checklist, one of the checklist items was best player of the league moments. Well, you win best offense and player of the month in November, then you get to take that check and turn it from an X to a green checkpoint. So yes, of course it has to change it. And it changes where he stands in the conversation right now. You know, I'm just sitting here listening to you introduce the show. Could you imagine fighting for three, Shady? Woo, Mm. I can't fight for three. Mm. I gotta fight for one. I gotta be number one. Be number one, Uno. Like, you know what I'm saying? Uno. I can't be out here fighting for three, but I like it for you. Like, if you like it, I love it. I don't know. That's just this seems to be the mood when it comes to this conversation. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. So, like, change- you fighting for three, James, because I'm fighting for one. I said three, but I'm trying to get him. You're one. Trying- <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be one, but yeah. no, I, it has to change it. I'm gonna stand ten, ten toes down on what I said, and this is an ongoing, developing situation. There is still football to be played, and that is something that I do, I do think matters. Now. We can add a little context to it. We could add a little nuance to it, but I think that would upset people. Mm-hmm. So I'll just leave it at that for now, that it does matter that he won Offensive Player of the Month. Shady, you were NFC Offensive Player of the Month back in December of 2014, I see. December of 2013, you went on to be the rushing leader. So obviously it's a big deal. It's hard to do. Does it change your opinion of Dak Prescott's <laughs> NFC candidacy <laughs> and being <laughs> NFC Offensive Player, not of the week, yeah. not of the day, yeah. but of the month? No, I love that for him. Right? I like that for Dak. I think um, it helps his, his argument of, of MVP. And the cool thing about this whole thing is, you know, people forget that how, where Dak comes from, right? Yeah. This, this, this start of the season, it didn't start out great. What was it, the first, what, four was, this, was the stat we had six earlier? Six touchdowns, four interceptions. Yeah, yeah. For, yes. for the first six games. Yep, and I, I think that was the point where, where McCa- uh, McCarthy was, was nervous to throw the ball with Dak because of turnovers, right? He was a super conservative offense. Now you see the game plans expanded a little bit more. Now he's out here throwing the ball deep. Yeah. He's running a little bit more. He's playing a lot better. And I think it has something to do with the competition, right? And this, and this is not a knack or, or, or a diss on Dak, yep. but this is actually giving some love where right now he's third in the MVP race from the things he's done so far. Yeah. And a lot of people were saying, well, they ain't played a lot of good competition yet. Cool, cool. Play, so playing against bad competition got him to number three. So now you got a chance to play against some better competition coming up. And I think if you do the same thing you've been doing, because he's been throwing for 300 yards like it's nothing, Girl, ooh, putting no. points up, ooh. now you can get a chance to be in that number one spot. Yeah. I think it's going to be hard. I mean, you are playing against Jalen Hurts, the best mm. um, um, winning team in football, right? And you have Patrick Mahomes, who is really, really good, the best quarterback in football, and he has a, a less um, hard competition, yep. you know, going in, in, in um, um, schedule for the, for the scheduling. Yep. So 
It's a good argument, but I do, what I will say is with Dak Prescott, I love the things that he's doing, the way he's playing, and I just want to see that against some better competitions, because now, mm-hmm. the weak guys got you number three. Mm-hmm. What would the good guys get you? Oh. James, you will find nothing more fascinating all day than what I'm about to say right now. Uh-huh. You will find nothing more fascinating. What I? No, uh-huh. what I'm about to, to say. say. Okay. No, no, <laughs> say, no, no, say, what you say, am I going to find a fascinating one? No. James, your former head coach, who you won a Super Bowl with, Mike McCarthy, current head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, and he said, I mean, Aaron Rodgers had a number of stretches that he went on and MVP seasons and all that. But yeah, this definitely has that type of feeling. This being the season Dak Prescott is having. You were with Aaron Rodgers when he won an MVP. Mike McCarthy was with Aaron Rodgers for two of his four MVP seasons. Can Dak Prescott Mm. prove Mike McCarthy right? Because right now this sounds wild. Can he do it? (laughs) Yes, he can do it. Strictly because of the stretch he has coming up. And who are we to disagree with Coach Mike? He got Aaron two of them. I'm not saying he got him, but he helped him, right? Aaron balled on the football field, but he knows what it's supposed to look like. He knows how it's supposed to look. He knows what an MVP season looks like. He's been around Aaron, who's Aaron won two of them and played at an MVP level for a lot of Coach Mike's tender in Green Bay. But Dak Prescott has this stretch coming up against winning teams and against big-time quarterbacks. If he delivers, he absolutely can prove Coach Mike right. If he delivers, Coach Mike is going to be right because Dak Prescott is going to be holding up this MVP trophy. Whether he's a wild card, whether they first exit in the playoffs, if Dak Prescott goes out here and handles business against Josh Allen, business against Tua, business against Golf, business against uh, Jalen Hurts, he is going to win this thing if he's playing the same way he's playing now. I think he is going to continue to play the way he's playing now, and it starts tonight. So he absolutely can prove Coach Mike right. I said he was number three. He fighting for number one. I tried to tell y'all. Y'all don't want to listen to me, though. <laughs> Here's why it sounds crazy, though. Can we bring up the? Can we bring up? Um, can we bring up the full screen of Aaron Rodgers' two MVP seasons with Mike McCarthy? Oh man, through 11 games and Dak Prescott right now through 11 games. Let's show the viewer that piece of uh, information. So Aaron Rodgers, one of the MVP seasons, 11 and 0. 33 touchdowns, four picks, 3,400 yards. Another season, eight and three. 30 touchdowns, three picks, 2,900 yards. Dak Prescott, eight and three. 23 touchdowns, six picks, 2,900 yards. It sounds crazy, James, because Aaron Rodgers both had 10 more interceptions, 10 more touchdowns, and less interceptions than Dak Prescott through the same stretch on top of the one seed, the two seed were the Packers in those two years. Cowboys currently the five seed. But, I mean, let's just keep it a buck, though. Because if it, was, if it was any quarterback playing at Aaron Rodgers' level, we wouldn't even be talking about nobody else at MVP. Yeah. Dak wouldn't even be in the conversation. Yeah. The only reason he's in the conversation is because nobody has took hold of this MVP. Jalen Hurts has it. Uh, Tyreek Hill has it. Whoever, whoever you want. Tua has it. Whoever you want. Patrick Mahomes has it. These quarterbacks are in the same bubble right now when you talk statistically, and nobody has ran away with it. If that was, if Patty was doing that, we wouldn't even be, this wouldn't be the A block. But isn't that, so there's two things with that. One, I, I, I think it's <clears throat> difficult to compare this particular year to, I, I, I don't actually think you should compare statistics year to year at all, because every year has a different story. Mm-hmm. This year, we have a legitimate conversation about Tyreek Hill potentially winning, winning yep. MVP, which last year, even if he had put up those numbers, he still probably wouldn't have won because of how Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. and Jalen Hurts were playing up until Jalen got injured. But the <laughs> other part of what you just said is what makes it interesting. It's like it's, like it's so outrageous, mm-hmm. the idea that Dak Prescott shouldn't be 
at the top of the MVP conversation to some people, yet you're saying that nobody has taken hold of the MVP conversation nobody this year. Nobody has. Right. So what, what, is the, what is the criteria for the MVP this year? That's really what my takeaway question is. Is it, is it statistics? Yes, one of them. Well, it can't wins. It can't just be statistics. No, it's your team so, got to so, be winning. So it's got to be winning and statistics and what else? And you play. Because apparently my list was outrageous. Like that, does, that, that was not the, like the right qualifying for it. So, so what is the criteria? You're, you're a voter. What is your criteria for MVP this year? Uh, first thing for me is one: How's your team doing? Mm-hmm. That's the okay. very first thing. Is like, what's your team's record? Team's well, because good. of course, Check. quarterbacks are Check. a win-loss. For me, statistic. quarterbacks are win-loss. Right. That's for me. Now, some people go crazy so, when you say so that. Check for so that. what's your team's record? Check. Then after I go, what's your team's record? What's your numbers look like? Check. What's your numbers look like? Then after I go, what's your numbers look like? How valuable are you to that? Check. But do the numbers matter for certain stretches? No, or do they matter for the whole body of work? Whole body of work. Because right. to the first six games, the numbers, as we outlined, were Correct. quite pedestrian. Well, so, so do they start from week one? No, whole body of work. Everybody. Who's your MVP right now? Jalen Hurts. First six games, he has seven picks, seven touchdowns. Okay, hold on. So, so, so what are we okay. saying? Tyreek Hill's another one I like. Tyreek Hill's okay. another one. Okay. I like him too. All right, I like Tyreek Hill. He's been, do, he been doing work Pat, all season. Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes' stats is the same as that, Yo, if not worse. But the only difference, see, this is why I, I got to put a little star next to this Patrick And they Mahomes. got same record, I believe. Because if his, bo- if his, if his teammates, his wide receivers, would catch that freaking ball. Yep. We, now, no, 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 no. no, what ifs, though. No, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, no, no, you do the what ifs. Yeah. You do what ifs, actually. You I, do, I, I, go ahead, what I'm it. saying is, if, if they would catch the rock, uh-huh. we, we wouldn't and be And Lamar would be up there, too. I, but we right here, right but now. But they why, lead the league and drop pass for a reason. So that's yeah. why, the, Come on. that's why the, my criteria is as such. Because I feel like it's an amalgamation of what everybody's saying. I'm with Shady on the, I do play a little bit of the what ifs. I do. When, I, when I'm thinking about my criteria for how I'm going to vote, I will say to myself, yeah, but Pat doesn't have as much help as Dak Prescott. Oh, like my I, God. I, I will Ooh. say that. But it works both ways. Because Pat doesn't have as much help, I know that Pat is more valuable to that team. Mm-hmm. Because so it actually works both ways. It doesn't just serve so, Patrick Mahomes that he doesn't have as much help. It also hurts him. So it, what hurts you also helps you in the same breath. Dak has a lot of help. His numbers will be better. But, but it questions how much value. So, so, so who, who your MVP right now is Jalen Hurts, right? Like if the season ended today. I don't know. No, I'm going with Tyreek Hill. Okay. The stuff he's on, the stuff he's about to do, is, that's that's special. And second would be. Second would probably be Jalen Hurts, and third would be Patrick Mahomes. Okay. So Jalen Hurts. Jaylen you know what? Jalen Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes in the same kind of like they right there. They right there. I'm be honest. They right there for me. Right now, if the season ended, I'm taking Reek. I want Reek to get it. Okay. So right now, it's between Tyreek and Jalen Hurts. And obviously, Tyreek is not because of the winning, because there are teams who have better records than the yeah. Dolphins. It's because of the statistics. And so, the so, well, no, 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 no. And they're they, they in three. They, they have winning team. Right, yeah. but they're not the most winning team. Yeah. So, no, like, no, so, no, so no, you no. think he impacts winning, and obviously it's yes, the statistics. Think, it's similar to an Adrian Peterson. Yes. Right. right. It's there a similar to an Adrian Peterson right. situation. Right. Okay. Okay, so then you go to Jalen Hurts. What body of work evidence that you have that Jalen Hurts I think the only reason Jalen is in it right now is because his team is winning. I don't think Jalen's playing at an MVP level. But you don't think MVP that they're moments. winning? You don't think they're yeah, winning yeah, he's had because moments, but... of Jalen Hurts? Like, you don't think they just won that game that well, we just I mean, watched against the Bills because of Jalen Hurts? It's tough to say that because, I mean, I played a what-if game, too. If MVS catched the damn ball, the Chiefs win. Well, he, but mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts did have that ball to go win. Like Shady said, he, he had it. his moments to yeah. close game out. And he did it. Close games yeah. out. And but he did it. If you're talking stats and all that, I don't think he's in there. He's in there strictly because his team is 10-1 and one and he's helped be a right. part of that. Well, right. Also, Joy, we got to uh, put this factor in also. 
There's, there's MVPs that have MVP moments. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I think Jalen Hurts, he might not be playing great like he's talking no about. He's definitely not playing great. He does great. have those moments. But, man. For sure. He has them. some MVP Seven moments. For sure. When we need Seven him. Love them. And not this name gets weak teams. No, good teams. We need that's, you. That's good what teams. makes it a moment. It comes yeah. through. It comes through. Every time you need him. Right? Comes. And then he does that score and be like, yeah. it's me. I'm to here. Me, that's why it is Jalen Hurts. And it's I don't have to think about if it's Jalen Hurts right now or not. Two, three, four, I'm open for all kinds of discussions. But because of those moments, I'm not caught up in the statistics in this particular year because I don't think any quarterback, including Dak Prescott, has been great all season long. He wasn't great through for the first six games. Nobody has been great through the entire season. So what are the moments then? Because if you're putting up statistics now, why are you putting up these statistics? Now, where I will move off of yesterday where I disagree with you is if he continues to put up the statistics that he's been putting up against these teams that that do not have winning records and are not good teams, against the teams in the stretch that he has coming up, that's going to change the conversation yeah, significantly. Has to. That has is a giant what if. Mm-hmm. So wait, I, I hear what you're saying. So what if Mahomes balls out against I, the weaker teams like Dak been doing? I agree. And he's gonna be in there. But but do they do they flip flop or they stay? I would no, say because they, he's gonna win. His record is gonna be there, and his stats is gonna be there, and he's passed. I would I would say they would flip flop, and Dak would leap Mahomes. Mm-mm. I would not. Mm-mm. I would not. Mm-mm. And just, that's that's where we start to disagree. Sure. Let me say why I would say it. Okay. The reason I would say it is. Mahomes has had his opportunity to play the Eagles. Dak Prescott lost to the Eagles like Mahomes lost to the Eagles. Dak Prescott played significantly better against the Eagles than Mahomes did. The good thing for Dak is he'll get to play the Eagles again. Mm -hmm. Mahomes will not. Dak Prescott will get to play the Bills like I believe the Chiefs will also get to play the Bills. After the Bills come off of this bye week, Andy, please off camera correct me if I am wrong. They will both get opportunities to play the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. So Dak They both Prescott, got opportunities to play the Jets. Correct. Mm-hmm. And Dak Prescott played better against the Jets than Mahomes did. So the reason I think Dak Prescott would leap Mahomes <clears throat> is because Mahomes has played some of these weak teams and Dak is currently finishing his See, weak team stretch. Th- and Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't th- know if I said anything. No, crazy. you know, that's why I, I, I really, I, like I was talking to Aaron Donald the other day about this award. Mm-hmm. And it's to think that a dude that's playing the three technique, yeah. getting 20 some sacks. Double teams. And double team, and you don't get no, you ain't no MVP or none of that. Yeah. The problem I hate about this award is because it's always the quarterback. No question. The, and this is why a prime example why I hate this award this year because none of the quarterbacks is balling out. Not at all. But we talk about them as MVPs. When a dude like Tyree Hill's about to set a record that we've never seen before, and he's like in the top three, top five. Yeah. That's why I, I hate to even talk about this award. That's why I'm real like, patient and let y'all do your thing because. <laughs> It's like, it's like, yo, y'all making it for this one position. Yeah, and I'm with you because the that's two terrible. quarterbacks that's really up there, I mean, you talk Jalen Hurts, you talk Dak. I mean, A.J. Brown was in the MVP. You know, Reek is in the MVP. C.D. Lamb playing out of his mind. And so, if we want to keep it real, I'm with you. The, I was a receiver. the other best team in the NFC was without their actual best player, and they couldn't win a game oh, for Trent three Williams. straight yeah. games. So, so if it, it, like, from that team, it should yeah. be Trent Williams, and that's why you had him in your top five. But no defensive players. But here's my thing, though, and again, I'm a, a defensive player, maybe I'm just used to being relegated to lack of attention as opposed to the <laughs> offensive <laughs> players, wide receiver, running back, so maybe I'm just used to it. I've had to have the realization that the quarterback is the most valuable. No question. I saw A.J. Brown have one catch for eight yards, and Jalen Hurts still found a way to win yes. the game. Mm-hmm. I saw Devontae Smith uh, uh, be essentially kind of uh, and, uh, disappear, if you will, and Jalen Hurts still found a way to win yes. the game. Against the Buffalo Bills, Jalen Hurts called his own number. It was an RPO, a run-pass option. He could have passed it. Yeah. He kept it. 
He won the game. Mm -hmm. So I, uh, and I hate it, but unfortunately, I do always believe that a quarterback is the most valuable player in football. I think there are way better players. I had a conversation today with local San Francisco radio. I said, McCaffrey's way better than Brock Purdy. Yes. Way better. I said, but Brock Purdy's more valuable. No doubt. So, so maybe the solution is that we just get a best quarterback award? For real. <laughs> that's, right. that's, that's what college does. College has your Davey O'Brien, mm-hmm. and college has oh, your Heisman. Right, 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 right. But your Heisman isn't the <clears throat> most valuable. No. Heisman is the best, best player, player in, in college football. football. Yes. So as long as it is a conversation of value, everything is muddied. And in that, Shady, I think, is the tension. Or you just got to do what Adrian Peterson did. You got to have, have one of them. You got to leave no doubt. Tyrese on that pace, though. Only yes. Yes. Wouldn't you say? But he needs some 200-yard games. Well, not only that. He can do I, would, no I would have said Ky- Tyreek left doubt. I think we all woke up at 6 a.m. that day when the game was played in Germany. The, the Dolphins, and Tyreek knows I'm a huge fan of his on camera, off camera. Dolphins lost to the Chiefs. Yeah. Tyreek fumbled. They gave up a touchdown. Tyreek, the Dolphins lost that game by seven points, a game that was a huge game. Yeah. That was a fumble that was anywhere from a seven to 14-point swing. So Tyreek has left doubt. Yeah, but if Tyreek catches a walk-off, like, in order to, for Tyreek to win it, like Adrian Peterson, he's going to have but, to be but so... The only reason that sucks, and I know, you, I know you're a voter, but... Tua has threw some interceptions, yes, too, sir. and he was your number three. You know what I'm saying? And the only reason why Tua's having that MVP success is because of Reek mm-hmm. and the attention that Reek that's, demands. That's real. That, yeah. that is the only thing. If you pull up their numbers, it's crazy. With Tua without Reek, Reek yeah. with Reek. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when you talk about mm-hmm. that like that, these quarterbacks make mistakes, too, but Reek is having such an impact. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's not even really about the numbers. He's really changing how this offense is ran and the impact of really uh, making uh, everybody right. around him better. Yeah, because like, a lot of these quarterbacks are, are, are not having great performances. Like, even my, my guy, Jalen Hurts, he had three picks against the, uh, the, Jet, the Jets. Mm-hmm. And we lost. So, I mean, like, everybody has the, the moments where they have a fumble or a pick or something like that. They have that. Yeah. I just think that they make it such a, a quarterback award that they look past all the wide receivers and all the de- defensive ends. And, like, T.J. Watt, right? I mean, like, they winning. He, they're winning games. Yeah, come on. They, like, no offense. The playoffs. No offense. They're all him. He had fumble with recovery, sacks, t- touchdowns, yeah. picks. Like, yeah. <laughs> Like a video game, so I just think I, I, just, I, I hate the award. I do. <laughs> uh, well, when we return, Jalen Hurts, he has the opportunity to take a major leap in the MVP race or fall back. Can the Eagles get exposed by the 49ers? I think they can. I don't know if they will, but I think they can. That's next on Speak. Don't forget, take us out every day. Fox Sports Channel Series XM. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Family, we are in second and short, and this topic is about to get intense. Now, it's the game of the year. Niners, Eagles, we have been waiting for this NFC Championship rematch, and it's likely an NFC Championship preview. But the Eagles, underdogs at home in the link Sunday on Fox. Shady, I had this grand deal thought. I know you're going to disagree with me. Why? Because we've already talked about it off camera, but let's bring it on camera. Um, I believe that the Eagles can get exposed by the Niners on Sunday. I am not saying that they will. 
but I believe that they can get exposed by the Niners. I remember week four of the season when Jason Kelsey said, look, everybody feels we need to play better, myself included. I remember a week later when Jalen Hurts said we haven't played our best ball. I know that. Jason Kelsey knows that. Jalen Hurts knows that. I don't believe any team outside of the San Francisco 49ers can actually expose the fact that the Eagles are not playing great football. They are still winning, but not playing great football. The Niners have the ability to expose that because the 49ers are very, very, very simple. They're bust or blowout. They either will lose or they will blow you out, and it's not going to be very fun. The, the, the games the Niners have won, only one has been by single digits. Every other game, get off the field. Mm. You don't belong on the field with mm. us. Hey, Jags, I understand. Five-game win streak, get off the field. Mm. Hey, Dallas Cowboys, I understand. Five-game win streak, excuse me, four and one, get off the field. Ooh. The Niners are bust or they are blowout. The Eagles will either win <clears throat> this game or the Niners will expose the fact that the Eagles haven't been playing their best ball and finally it will catch up to them. Bills almost did it. They almost did the Chiefs almost did it. I think the Niners have the ability to actually. Before I give you my test, I want to ask you one question. So if the Bills or the Chiefs yes, sir. beat the Eagles, did they expose them? Beat? No, sir. But they beat them bad. If they blew them out, they okay. would have exposed well, them. Yes, sir. I'm going to disagree. I don't think that the Eagles or the Niners can be exposed, no matter what the points margin is. When you're talking about two elite football teams, how can we? How can they be exposed? Let's say, let's say the Eagles... Get blown out by, oh, no, 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 let me go the other way. Let's say the Niners <laughs> get blown out by 30 points. What does that mean, Ooh, though? Because I, I, good. Go ahead, let me not, cook, not cook, 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 Because I, I, I watch, I watch people on this desk, my boy to the left, and I watch people on TV and, and the fans talk bad about the, the Niners when they weren't playing well. Now they're playing well, so oh, they're, 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 they can expose the Eagles. You can't expose championship caliber football teams. I'll give you an example. When I was 2020, when I was with the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers with, with Tom Brady, one of the greats of all time, the best full player we've seen, we got exposed, I guess, in, in your words. Because we got smoked by the Saints. Saints 38 to 38 3. 38 to 3. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did. I remember that. Okay. So my thing is in football, things can go bad. Bad reads, bad game plans, getting out coached. Yep. Hall of Fame quarterback Tom Brady made, made, made a wrong read. Mm. Leonard Fournette might have fumbled the ball. Anything can happen is football. You play against top teams. And then one thing about a, a playing two good teams, if one team is slipping, they're playing bad, the other team is really good, they'll, they'll capitalize on it, mm. right? And that makes the blowouts. But that don't mean you can't win a championship. And if I win a championship, how can I be exposed? If I'm a champion, how can I be exposed? So when we went to the, when we got our trophy and our rings and all that, you think the Saints said, yeah, we exposed them in week, whatever that was. Yeah. That don't even make sense. <laughs> we champions, you expose us? That we? You know what? I'll let y'all take it. I'll let y'all. If you want to expose a champion, that don't even make sense. Well, see, I think you're going off of season. I'm going off a week. Oh, okay. If one of these teams get blown out, mm -hmm. you have been exposed by that other team because we label you two as the two best teams in football. Right. And if you go out here as the two best teams in football and one of you guys get blown out, you have been exposed. You are not on our level. This is different over here at the link. All right, this is different over here with Brock Purdy. You have been exposed, period. I'm not saying not, this is not changed. This game will not change any of these teams' Super Bowl hopes. But for this week, if you get blown out, if the Niners blow the Eagles out, you have been exposed. The Eagles have not blown nobody out all season long. The Eagles have found ways to win close games, but they are not playing as good as the 49ers. And then if you are going to get blown out by the Niners, there ain't no coming back. The Niners ain't going to give up no lead. You have been exposed. If it goes the other way, 
The Niners coming in here with their quarterback, three-game winning streak, whatever it may be, playing good on both sides of the ball, and you get beat down for this week, Shady. You are exposed. You are not as good as us. These are the two best teams. This is the two best teams. I'm going to say the two best. If you get blown out either team, you have been exposed for this Give week. Give me your anecdotal story. Shady gave us his. He won a championship in 2020 with the Chief, with the 2021 Pops. with the Bucks. Mm -hmm. Lost to three with the it Saints. Um, he says they didn't get exposed. You were on a 6 and 0 team. Mm. With the Packers, you yep. played a 6-0 Broncos team. Yep. You felt as though you did get exposed. Mm -hmm. Give me the other side of the coin. Yeah, we played a 6-0 Broncos team, going up in there, feeling good about ourselves, feeling like we was going to beat the brakes off of them. And they whooped us. And we walked off of that field getting exposed like we are not as good as them. They went on to win the Super Bowl. But walking off that field, at least me, I won't speak for the rest of my teammates, but at least me, I felt like we are not on the level of this football team that just beat the brakes off us. For this week, I'm not saying I, I left the stadium like, man, we ain't going to win no championship, but I knew we are not on the level of them. Period. At this stage of the season, we are not on the level. For this week, we are not on the level of Von Miller and DeMarcus Ware and Akeem Tlaib and Chris Harris. We ain't on their level. They are playing at a whole different level. <clears throat> and that's what this game means. Y'all ain't on our level, especially if it's a blowout. You have been exposed. Y'all ain't on our level. And really, you know, y'all better hope y'all don't see us again. That's what so this if, game if, is going to say. So if y'all played 10 times, they, they blow y'all out every time? Walking off that field, yes. I think they clearly were the better football team than us that day, especially the way they beat us. It wasn't even close, well, Shady. Hey, we, we, I guess we played in two different leagues. I don't know. I, I, I highly I disagree that, but I could be wrong. I don't know everything. Um, I've been in the business since 2007. Ooh. I have an honorary doctorate for what I've accomplished in the business. I've hosted three network television shows, been at Fox Sports 1 for eight years. Yeah. If I have a bad show, I got exposed. I mean, your resume don't mean anything. I guess, it, got, uh, it gotta mean something. I'm, I'm with Shady. Exposed is a real, I mean, if you tell me like, like no, you got exposed, like, like, like damn. I've been, I've you been, a fraud. I'm a fraud. Like, oh, I, I, I don't have no substance whatsoever. I'm like, yo, show. you see how they expose them? Like, that, that's, that feels like, woo, like, man, you gotta, you gotta come back from that. Yeah. If, if, if the Niners, expose the Eagles. They beat them by whatever. They blow them out by any 21, number, whatever. They blow them out. And then next week, they get blown out by Seattle. Did Seattle expose the Niners? Because the Niners just exposed the Eagles. And then so on and so forth until the end of time. What you do and what your resume is and what your consistency is, what you consistently do has to matter. It is the NFL. This is the best of the best. If the Eagles lose to the Niners or the Niners lose to the Eagles, none of us are going to come in here the next week thinking either of these teams aren't capable of getting to the NFC Championship game or winning it. This is why this is why I push back on everything that we talk about with Dallas with them not beating anybody. I don't care. It matters to me what what perennially contending teams do in the postseason. I understand. I might be a little different like that. I care about the legacy. I care about what you do when it matters. Once you've reached a certain level, there's a core four for me right now. The Chiefs, the Cowboys, the Niners, the Eagles. They have reputations. They have built equity with me. That means week to week, I don't need to fly off the handle about your performance. Like Shady said, when you are when you're playing, two good teams are playing, and one good team 
has a bad day, that other good team doesn't have a good uh, doesn't have a bad day, they're going to take advantage Capital, of yes. every mistake. You turn it over, they're going to score. You you make a m- m- bad read, they're going to intercept it because they're good on good. That's why I get hesitant about saying however the outcome of this game is not going to change my m- opinion dramatically. Right. Will I say, okay, maybe the Niners are playing better football right now than the Eagles? Will I say, okay, maybe the Eagles are actually capable of beating anyone on any day, whether they play well or play good or whatever. But to say it's going to expose them to me means that they're not as good as we think they are. And I think the Eagles have done enough this season. I think the Niners have done enough this season. I think Shanahan has done enough. I think Nick Sirianni has done enough. Yeah. Jalen Hurts has done enough. That one week of bad play for whatever reason is not going to make me feel like they're not capable of doing everything that I think they're capable of. And, and the same for the Niners. I think that's yeah. fair. I love this show because I love respecting other people's thoughts. I think it's fair. I think the way Shady feels and the way Joy feels, I think it's a thousand percent fair. Um, now, I, I lean on the side of James. Like, I'm with you as like, if, if, I, if, a team gets, if a team is great, I don't think they get blown out. No and, and, and a blowout to me isn't just about a scoreboard. To me, a blowout is more so about like, also how did it look? When Shady played that 38 to three game, I was an analyst at the time, he was on the field. The Bucks weren't that good. To me, the Bucs won eight straight games in order to win a Super Bowl. You were there. You were in, in, in the forest. I'm standing outside looking at it. Eight straight. They got a lot better as an analyst. As a player, you know way better than I inside the locker room. No, no, early on in the season, no. I believe the Saints beat y'all twice in the regular season. Y'all went back and beat them in the playoffs and route to winning a Super Bowl. So I didn't think the Bucs were that good early on. Shouldn't have been. Antonio Brown was acquired in the middle of the season. Lenny Fournette was acquired in the offseason. Tom Brady had just showed up. Rob Gronkowski there. B.A. is a completely different head coach than Bill Belichick. Bruce Arians, completely different coach than Bill Belichick, so shouldn't have been. But if the Niners blow out the Eagles, I think we will, I will, look and be like, they've been, they've been finding ways to win. The main thing is the main thing, but them other things finally matter. But if you do it that way, oh, you wait, can wait, never wait. be wrong. So, that's enough. What, elaborate. Elaborate if on what If you that say, means. like, okay, when they lost at this point in the season, they weren't the same team that they were at this point in the season, then you're always right. Because you're just saying that this is a different team, they, that they were a different team when they, were, they won the championship than they were when they played the Saints. And maybe you did add a piece or two. But, like, then you could always be right. Because right. it's like so, it was so, never, whoa, whoa, whoa. So never wait, the wait, same wait, team. Wait, to her, to her point. So would you say that when we won a championship, we, we were a great team then? Yes. But, but here's my thought process. Okay. Here's my thought process. Number one, and correct me if I'm wrong, Andy, I might need your help off camera. With I, this I, I can help him out too. Antonio Brown, when did he arrive? He had this little suspension. Yeah, he got that, like, what, the fifth game? Now, something like that. I like believe that. on the field, Antonio Brown is a first ballot Hall of Fame. No talent. question. So sure. I believe adding Antonio yeah. Brown to a Buccaneers team, mm-hmm. they are not the same team. I also believe Antonio Brown scored in the Super Bowl. So in the most important mm-hmm. game, he also once again proved his value. So quite literally, Antonio Brown, his first game being week nine, I do believe that they were a, literally a different team. So, so one player made us a great team to win a Super Bowl. Is that what you're telling me? I think in addition to getting better. I think it helped. Now, really what I think is this. Like, I really think that unless you get significantly better, then that exposure means something to me. The Dallas Cowboys, until I see them beat a really good team, the fact that the Niners blew them out, that means something. The fact, until I see the Dolphins beat a good team, the fact that the Bills blew them out, that means something. So that's where I stand. But see, for me, though, like I said, for me, I'm, I'm week to week. 
If you get blown out this week, any one of these teams, you have been exposed. It's just like if you're a receiver. If I'm going up against Darrell Revis and I'm having a heck of a year and this dude is a lockdown corner and I go out here and have seven targets for, for one catch for eight yards, that's exposed. That's, that's him D'ing me up. So for me, Ooh. player to player, that's that, that, he, he got the best of me that week and I've been exposed. Does that mean I ain't going to come back next week and ball? Or does that mean my season is over? No. But for that that week, I have been exposed. We're talking about a blowout, Ex Shady. All right, so let, let, me, let me just give you my, my, my point of view on this. So, like, exposed is somebody like, like Tim Tebow, right? He's really great in college. Gets to the league. You see what he really is. Would you, would you agree with that? That's being exposed. Well, that's you been a fraud? No, 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 no. You were first round. All these stats, all these trophies. You was this guy. Jimmy, uh, uh, Johnny Rob Football. Okay. Right? Johnny Manziel, exposed. Yeah. Right? That's being exposed. But you're telling me if I'm a dog and I'm a they oh, 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 oh. If I'm a great player, if I'm a great player, right? And I go against Airlocker, right? He, he didn't, well, Airlocker. I was Airlocker. And, and he had a great game against me. Yeah. Is LaShawn McCoy exposed because he had a bad game against my great? And then I go against Ray Lewis and I go, I go at him and I do him up. You, you see what I'm saying? We're talking about the elite of the elite. And you've been in games where we're a really, really good team yeah. and, and, and one thing happens bad. Oh, there's something else happened bad. Then it keeps rolling. Yeah. Drop pass. Deshaun Jackson beats the dude deep. He's gonna catch that. He drops it. Yeah. I fumble the ball. Like you, you've been part of that. So when you telling me like one game can make you exposed well, sounds crazy because well, I've been on teams where you ball out, yeah. right? And these things don't happen. Or we play teams that was really, really good on tape. We watch them on tape like, yo, these boys is nice. Yeah. We whoop them bad. Yeah. They not exposed. They had a bad game. Yeah. If you keep getting blown every game, okay, cool. Like the Giants. Like the Giants. But last example, and I'm done. Last year, right, however you felt about them, they was winning some games they shouldn't have won. They was a bad, bad team. They went all the way to the playoffs. That's why we said Brian um, um, Dayball is a hell of a coach. This year, you could say they got exposed because um, 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 Danny, Danny, Jones. Danny Jones, right, gets all this money because they went to the playoffs. People was like, he might be decent. He might be better than we thought. That's what everybody was saying. He was trash before that. Trash. He gets to Brian Dayball. He might be kind of good. Let's, let's pay him some money. And then when they paid him, I was like, they tripping. But some of you said, I'm sure you tripping because he has some potential. We get to this season, he's exposed. Because oh, this is the really, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So when I, get, when I break this thing down, yeah. it's like when you tell me two great teams, if one of them get blown out, they exposed? Yeah, see, sounds crazy. And, and I understand what you're saying. You got to. You're going off a body of work. You've been I'm there. I'm going off of this week. I'm telling you right now, if Shady's MO is in the hole, one-on-one, wop-wop, you're going to get that work. Catching the ball out of the backfield, one-on-one, wop-wop, you're going to get that work. And Erlacher tackles you 10 out of 10 times. He exposed you. You can't get past Erlacher for that week. I'm not saying Shady's a bad football player, but for that week, if you played Erlacher again, I'm going to be like, bruh, Erlacher going to make the tackle. He exposed Shady last time they played. That's what, what this game is going to say. And then what if he does? I got Erlacher But I'm too. going off of that but week. But I'm saying, but then what if they meet up again? And he doesn't. And Shady gives him crazy work the whole game. Like normal. What did that other, what did that game mean? That's why I'm saying for me, body of work has to matter. If these teams meet again in the postseason, and they, they say the Eagles get blown out, and these teams meet again in the postseason, and the Eagles just beat the Niners, did the Niners expose the Eagles, or did the Niners beat the Eagles in a regular season game? I think it depends how this game goes. That's, I, I literally wrote down while Shady was speaking, and Shady was cooking there, I wrote down the why. I think so often in life, they, people expect the why. Like, Shady, Sadie said, like, if D-Jack drops this, if that happens, yeah, if you this happens. You beat yourself. There. It's like, what's your why? And so I think if the Niners play a good game, 
and the Eagles play a good game, but the Niners are just that much better that they blow them out, then it's exposure. But if Jalen Hurts, if a snap goes over his head, and then it's a safety, and then he's running and he trips and the ball just comes out of his hand, and then DeAndre Swift is making a cut and he fumbles non-contact, then I'm like, it's just a bad day. But, like, I've seen, and I've said, I won't say players by name, but I've seen elite linebackers go up against Lane Johnson. And I'm like, they got exposed. They're elite. I'm not taking away the fact that they're elite. But against Lane, they ain't like that. And so to me, it's like the Eagles will still be really good. But against the Niners, I think the Niners would have the ability to expose them because it would take somebody elite in my mind to expose you. But again, I feel you like, and naturally, I go more week to week. And naturally, I think y'all go more body of work. I know Shady's a real big, like, Prove it I, go, I go body of work because I think if you really are like that, you do it when it matters most. Yeah. And the regular season is obviously important because you got to handle business in the regular season to get to the postseason. But I care more about what it if, if we win this and go home or win this and move on. Those are the games and times when it matters. That's why I can't just just take a whole different opinion of either of these teams no matter how this yeah. game goes because these teams have shown that they are capable of winning those games when it matters most and I, I've, I mean I've, I've seen great teams lose to bad teams I've seen great teams play other great teams and don't look as good I've seen great players uh, um, do bad against good players I've seen Darrell Rivas lock up all type of wide receivers mm -hmm. Terrell Owens Ch uh, Chad John everybody mm -hmm. but then a dude like Stevie Johnson who's good but he ain't great what's Ooh. the do him up used to have that and, and, and all I'm saying is like I, I've, I've seen it so like and you're not gonna sit here and tell me Darrell Rivas in the Hall of Famer he ain't that great no I'm not never say that of course you can't but I've seen him look tape like yo yo that's Rivas 24 you see that dude from the, the Bills Johnson giving him work why, why that's, so, so when I say that's like that's why I say like this league is so special football because any given moment, any given game, any given Sunday, you'll Can see. I ask you a question in board. that example. In that example, and again, I, I can't speak to it, but let me just uh, extenuate. I'll, your, I'll your let you What's going on? Wouldn't you say that like, man, Revis got exposed versus shifty Nick versus shifty slots? I can never say, say like ever Revis got exposed. But but, but like versus shift because I know players who's like, yo, he, nobody can stop him. Yeah. But you know what? Versus a, a longer defender. Yeah. Or you know what? Versus a quicker this, versus a quicker that. Like, what, let me let me go to James because Shady can never say it. But in your mind as a receiver, <laughs> couldn't you say like, oh, you know what? This dude versus a quicker dude, yeah. or this dude versus a. Well, I mean, that, that's all corners. And I've had conversations with Charles Woodson, Al Harris, played against Darrell Revis and all them boys. All corners love to go against the big physical receivers. Yep, yep. Point blank, period, right? They don't got to deal with all the wah wah. They don't got to deal with none of that. When you're going up against Stevie and Keenan Allen and Devontae Adams and guys like that who are shifty and wiggly, that is a harder cover, right? It's an easier cover. No disrespect to Mike no, uh, Evans, no disrespect to Teal, but they're big physical receivers. It's not a lot of movement at the line of scrimmage. Not saying they're not getting busy, but that's easier for a corner. That's what they want. That's what Richard Sherman used to want. He would want to guard a Mike Evans over a Keenan Allen because of the shiftiness or over a Devontae Adams, it's a tougher cover. But I'm not saying just because you get beat once, Shady, or oh, whatnot. No, no, you you have a bad, no, let's say you have a bad yeah, game. He just that's you. where you're he, going back. I'm, I'm saying he killed no, He kills you. you. I mean, if you get blown out, if he was ordered up, they get blown out. Like, come on, they had a bad game. If the Niners get blown out, they had a bad, they had a bad game. I don't, I don't think that these teams are that great where we just so much greater than y'all. I don't, I don't believe it because they match up roster-wise for sure. So I'm just saying if, they, if either of these teams have a bad day and they get blown out, 
We can't say they well, got what exposed. if none of these teams have a bad day and it's really good football and the Niners show they are clearly a better team or the Philadelphia I, Eagles show they clearly a better team? For me, that's exposed. For me, that's on tape now. Yeah. We all know it's a copycat I just, league. I just think that... You get exposed at something, people gonna copy well, my, that. My, my, thought, my, thought, my years thought. of watching football and playing football, I've never seen super elite team versus super elite team and, it is, and one dude just gets smoked I and they both play great. They both play great. I don't see that. Yeah. I don't see that. Fair. Well, Tua Tungabailoa and Tyreek Hill have played great a lot this season, but Tyreek does not think his quarterback, Tua, is getting enough respect. Is Tua getting disrespected? Come back to find out. We just getting warmed up here on Speak. That's next. Hey, little James, you want to make another bet? Well done, fellas. <laughs> Ladies. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. All right, family, we are in third and long. Dolphins face the Commanders this season on Fox, this Sunday on Fox, Miami 8-3. and three. But much credit, hasn't been going to, to it. Been going to receive it. A man on your screen, Tyreek. However, Tyreek is making sure to give praise to his quarterback, Tua, saying Tua may be the most underrated quarterback in the league. Joy Taylor, you are the resident Dolphins fan, I, I hear what Tyreek is saying. Shady said he would put Tyreek at the top of his MVP ballot, not Tua. I think James Jones said he agreed. So I hear what he's saying. Do you think that Tua is getting enough respect? Yes, he is. And if my name comes up in any room, y'all better ride for me the way that Reek rides for Tua. No question. <laughs> now, if I find out you didn't. No, we got your back. Well, okay. We got your back. Period. Joy, what? What were you saying? Uh-huh. Oh, okay, that's what I thought, that's what I thought you were saying. Yeah. Immediately. Look, Reek... <laughs> love him some Tua now. Yeah, he do. Um, and I respect it. I think Tua is getting the exact amount of respect that Tua deserves. Now, I, I, to be clear, I wasn't watching the same program that Reek was watching, so I don't know what was said. But you have Tua, or had Tua, mm -hmm. in your MVP Repeat. conversation. And at, at three, mm -hmm. I think a lot of people have talked about Tua all season long as an MVP uh, candidate, somebody who is having a great season. Their offense has been tremendous. I think a lot of people are giving some respect to Tyreek for that, but also Tua is throwing the ball to Tyreek, and not just Tyreek, and they have a great offense. So I think people think Tua is a franchise quarterback and that he has nothing left to prove, really, except for if he can stay healthy and what he's going to do in the postseason. So I don't... Again, I didn't hear what was said, but I don't hear disrespect for Tua the way that we used to hear it. The Tua had a very rough start to his NFL career. The team didn't want him. It was Tom Brady, and it was Ryan Fitzpatrick, and it was, it was Deshaun Watson, and like he couldn't, couldn't keep his job, and he couldn't stay healthy. It was a lot of turmoil, but I think I feel that's settled down. So maybe, I guess, for me, I'm a little confused as to what more respect mm -hmm. is Tua owed at this point, because I think people do respect Tua. Yeah, and that's where I'm at, man. We got, I mean... We got to stop this. I mean, I, I play with Aaron Rodgers. I ride for Aaron Rodgers. But Aaron Rodgers' play spoke for itself. I didn't have to tweet nothing and say Aaron Rodgers need more respect. Micah, uh, let Dak's play speak for itself. Reek, let Tua's play speak for itself. Shady's play spoke for itself. Nobody got to come out and say, hey, man, Shady need more respect. Let these boys take the field and your play speak for itself. 
Two ain't beat nobody good yet. He don't get halfway treated as that get treated. Mm. He get a lot of respect. That's true. That is true. You know, so all these dudes coming out, my quarterback this, my quarterback this. Let your quarterback go out there and deliver on the football field and play at a high level. And I promise you, you turn on these TV shows, you're going to hear them getting the respect. Tua gets a lot of respect. I'm tired of these players coming out, man, trying to come to the savior of their quarterback or of any of these dudes. Let they play speak for itself. If you like that, you like that, and we're going to talk about you I like that, Jay. I guess, and I agree with that take. My, my only problem, and the reason I, I don't think Tua gets enough respect, I respect him, obviously, is because we're sitting here saying that, like, Tyreek Hill is making Tua or made He's Tua. making him better. But when, even when we talk about Dak, Dak Prescott has, I would say, as many weapons as Tua, if not more. Yeah. Um, CeeDee Lamb currently has 1,100 yards. Obviously, Tyreek Hill has 1,300 yards. So there's a 200-yard gap. But there's also Brandon Cooks. Now there's Jalen Waddle. There's also Tony Pollard. So, but we sit here and we praise Dak. We don't talk about CD. The reason I don't know if Tua's getting enough respect is because I'm like, Tua is the engine that makes this thing go. Like, Tua is really the engine of this machine. And because Tua doesn't necessarily look the part, we try to say, oh, well, it's all Tyreek. And I'm like, it, Tyreek's doing great. But Tyreek played with Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, and he's having a significantly better season than he had with them. So who gets credit for that? Are we only going Mike McDaniel? Or does Tua not get credit for that? Tyreek's been in the NFL seven years. Through 11 games, he already has more touchdowns in every season except for two, and he has more yards for every season except for two. He played with Mahomes Mm -hmm. and Andy Reid. So who gets credit for this dream season Tyreek is having? I think Tua has to get so, that. So, so really quick, because you had Tua at three. At three. How me. much more dang respect do we got to give him? <laughs> yeah. Like, where does he want us to take Tua? Like, help me with that, Acho. How much more respect can you give him? You want to put him at two or one? That's fair. I don't think I can give him much more respect. Nobody but I, can. But I think, like, maybe the Shadies of the world. I won't speak for Shady. Shady, get your well, thought I, off. I, I, I give Tua a lot of respect. He's a, he's a hell of a quarterback. He's really, really good. He's a top-tier quarterback in this league. I would say that. I just don't know, like... How much respect does does Tyree think he needs, right? Mm-hmm. Because my thing is, Tyree Tyree Hill is special. Mm-hmm. I don't think Tua is super special like that. He's a hell of a quarterback. I think a guy like if Tyree Hill decides to retire tomorrow, we would the league will miss him, right? We probably won't see him for another no question. Wherever the how long that is, yeah. but we're, 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 Tua is like okay, he retires. Ah, oh, man, that lefty was... Tua's is in the draft this year, as you say. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's all I'm saying. No disrespect, but, like, like it's just levels to it. And then before Tyreek Hill got to the Dolphins, mm. what'd you think about Tua? Better yet, you a Miami fan for real. what you think about... So when you hear this story, it's like, all right, I, he's a hell of a player now, right? We don't want to trade him no more. Now the owner, we don't want to trade him. We want to keep him here. Got a hell of a coach. Got a super talented wide receiver core. Well, he gets some respect he deserves. And I think that, too, he goes out there and he, play, he has phenomenal games. He displays a lot of talent. But when you say he needs more respect, I'm just thinking, like, well, where at? Yeah. He gets a lot of respect. I mean, I, that's yeah. Well, the game coming up this weekend is all about respect. Niners, Eagles. Shady and I are going to break down the matchup. Who has the edge? Who's the better quarterback this go. game? Here we go. Better head coach. Best defense. Best offense. We're giving you the answers to who has the edge and where you should put your money. Next on Speak. Cash me out. Ha <clears throat> 
The game that we have all been waiting for is the biggest game of the season. Niners, Eagles, Shady gonna be there, Meek Mill gonna be there, Will Smith gonna be there. You see he already live, he already hyped. But here's a question, who has the edge? LaShawn McCoy, I need answers. We gotta start with the head coach, Sirianni, Kyle Ooh. Shanahan. They both been to Super hey. Bowls, neither has won. Who uh, got the edge? Shanahan, he's a, he's a beast, he is a beast, a lot of respect. But he don't win this. We go all the way to Philadelphia with this. Nick Sirianni, you see my boy, Super Bowl last year, best record last year, this year, best record this year. <laughs> all he does is win. He puts his boys in position to win games. That's why he's the top coach. Stop playing. I like it. I like it. I have to go with Kyle Shanahan as the better head coach. I like his body of work more. I like what Kyle Shanahan has proven to be able to do with lesser more. Nick Sirianni is a phenomenal head coach, a phenomenal head coach. He might win coach of the year. He probably should have last year. But in this game, this matchup, I like Kyle Shanahan and the brilliance of his offensive mind. Let's get it going. Quarterback, this game. This game. Stop playing. This game. Stop playing. This game. Listen, last time they played, one quarterback didn't make it out. <laughs> My boy, he always make it out. Jalen Hurts, stop playing. The front runner for the MVP. You know what it is. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. I will not disagree with this take. Jalen Hurts, best quarterback this game. I believe Brock Purdy might be a statistically impressive. Lineup fresh. Lineup is fresh. We got the guns out. We got the guns out. See you? Brock Purdy might be a statistically as impressive, but Jalen Hurts just finds a way to win. He will will his team to victory. The only reason I have doubts about this game is because of that man number one. Who has the better offense? Ooh, that is down. I gonna lie. This is a tough one. But as I look at it, as I dissect it, I'm going with the best offensive line. I'm going with the best wide receiver core. The running backs, it's pretty close. I like Swift. I like McCaffrey. I'm going with the Eagles, baby. Stop playing. One thing we do, we give out crazy work of offense. I don't care what the game looks like. Fourth quarter, you know who to bet on. I'm about to stop taking you seriously. When we get to defense, I'm gonna stop taking you seriously if you keep acting. You go, you go to the offense? If you keep acting funny, you I'm gonna stop taking offense? you seriously. Bang, bang. Niners got the better offense, big dog. I like Christian McCaffrey more than I like DeAndre Swift. I actually like I like, a, I like a healthy Trent Williams more than I like Lane Johnson. And right now, George Kittle, Ooh. I think he'll find a way to be a neutral. Who he used to play for? I can't tell. Hey, Howie, where are you at, Howie? You're for this guy. Hey, now he cut me five times. He gonna be all right, all right? This is the least I could do. Defense, let's okay. get it popping. Let's get it popping. Who has the better defense this game, this matchup? I'm gonna walk over there. <laughs> walk over there. Right? Even though, even though my boy, my dog, Ocho, he was killing Wilkes, the defense corner all year. I was. Now, today, he likes him. And I'm gonna go with the Niners defense. Bang, bang it is. You already know what it is for me. Throw the Niners defense up there. I will never bet again. Fred Warner. I won't get a bet, bet against Chase Young, Nick Bosa, Gibson, Javarius Ward, Lenore, Greenlaw. Like, they truly they do. Some boys. They got some dogs on defense. Here's my favorite question. Here's the most important question. X factor in this game, 2-5. Every time the Eagles is in a jam offensively, we go to this one player. Now we all know who Jalen Hurts is. Of course. DeAndre Swift. Ooh. Where you at? Number zero. Fill up the Eagles. He's, a, he's the last person I've seen to make that jump cut out the hole. That's a good like one. Like 25. And his name is DeAndre Swift, and he's from Philadelphia. That's he is good the X factor. That's a good and one. You know what's up with That's him. That's a good one. I am going out of the white lines for mine. Okay. Steve Wilkes. 
He's the X Factor. Oh, I'm done. He's the X Factor. No, I'm out. I'm out. He's the X Factor because how well or how poorly he performs dictates the game. Okay, I, I, the X okay, Factor for okay, me isn't okay. like who's the best person. No, okay. no, no. The X Factor is who's the most important. I go with that. I think Wilkes can ruin this game, and I think Wilkes can make this game. Last game, the San Francisco 49ers, they chose to shadow Traverius Ward on DK Metcalf. Will they try to do that with AJ Brown? No. Because if Traverius Ward shadows DK, uh, AJ Brown, what you gonna do with Lenore? You gonna keep him in the slot? Mm, right, 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 and you gonna waste Lenore on Alameda Zacchaeus? But then what about Heisman winner Deon, uh, Devontae Smith? Like Steve Wilkes got a lot to the yeah. side. Hufunga, the all pro, he's only missed one game with that ACL. Yeah. So he doesn't know what he's going to do with, without Hufunga yet. I think Steve Wilkes is going to be the difference in this game. If he calls a great game, I think they win. If he calls a bad game, I think it could get ugly. He's no, that, That's a great point. And I don't want to kill your take, nothing like that. I just got one question, though. Talk to All me. these cartoon characters, though. <laughs> why, my man? What's up with brother? Like, you got the great show and everything. Like, why you ain't You're right, though. Yo, come on, You're man. Right, like, you showing your two colors for real with <laughs> Y'all could at least die my dog's hair. So, like Shanahan looked 32. Yeah, send it to the bar. Like, he is, he yes. to, they have to die now. They, Bro, they didn't even give him no Botox. Yeah. They didn't even give him no, like, Botox. everybody else. Go straight Botox. up. You know what I'm saying? They got the filters. They got the filters. Yeah. They need to filter my dog. Look, look, now, if he has a good game, don't get him right. Get him. That a deal? That's, if he has a good game, don't get him right. Done. All right, back to the All right, we headed back to the desk for this one. James Jones. We talked about Kyle Shanahan. We have talked about the offense. Who has more pressure in this ball game? Is it Kyle Shanahan or is it his quarterback, Brock Purdy? Mm. Last time I checked, Kyle Shanahan was there last year. He was coaching. He was calling the plays. He was doing everything he had to do. Whoever was that quarterback, it's Brock Purdy. Brock mm. Purdy was not there. Well, he was there for a little bit, and then he got exited up out of that game. But for me, all the pressure's on Brock Purdy. <coughs> Brock Purdy to everybody to the Niners fan base, to the Niners coaching staff. You hear Fred Warner talk about him being a leader. Is everything to this Niners team. These are the games that you need to be everything and you need to play the right way. So more pressure is on Brock Purdy because these Niner fans and Kyle Shanahan feel like they are the ones playing for the Super Bowl if their quarterback is healthy. So now he is healthy, can you get this thing done? More pressure on Brock Purdy to play a really good football game and bring the Niners this victory than it is Kyle Shanahan. Oh, there's way more pressure on Brock Purdy. Kyle Shanahan ain't going to get blamed for nothing. Mm. Nothing. Who was your X Factor? Was it was a head coach or was it Steve Wilkes? He he didn't even have a graphic. Okay, that's how far down it is. No, it's of course going to be Brock Purdy. Nothing that happens in this game will get laid at the feet of Kyle Shanahan. Mm. In the church of Kyle Shanahan, it's past the buck. Mm. Who's about? It's gonna go to Brock. If it ain't Brock's fault, it'll go to Steve Wilkes. Steve Wilkes. If it ain't Steve Wilkes' fault, it'll go to the defense as a whole. Mm. If it don't go there, it'll go to injuries. And then maybe like 15 down will be like Kyle. You, you don't rock with Kyle at all. I do rock with Kyle, but I'm saying what I'm saying is true. No. Yeah, it is. So it's gonna be on Brock Purdy. Mm. Now it should be on Brock Purdy because there are questions about how he is going to be able to perform in the biggest moments this year. We've seen him struggle when he didn't have Trent Williams. They were bad. Brock yeah. Purdy was bad. Now they're healthy. Everyone's going into the seat for the most part, obviously. Everyone is missing pieces, but they are mostly healthy, and they're healthy at, that, at those positions going into this weekend. I don't really have a lot of questions about Brock Purdy. I think when Brock Purdy has all the pieces around him, he's capable of playing at a really, really high level. We've seen enough evidence of that with him that I don't have those questions. Is he able to overcome that kind of adversity? No, I don't think he can. We've, we've seen that. So uh, who has more pressure? It's, it's going to be Brock Purdy. I'm kind of joking about Kyle Shannon, but uh, I'm kind of not. He's not going to get blamed for this game <laughs> if it goes badly. He, he's, he's just not. It's going to be on the players and how they perform, and that's how it's going to turn out. I agree. It's funny. Like, I agree with the hyperbole of Shanahan. It's on Purdy has more pressure because Shanahan has more equity. 
It's very simple. That's why we don't blame Shanahan. He's got so much equity. Yeah. Like Shanahan has made bad players good, has made good players MVPs, and has made decent players in the Super Bowl. Like respect. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Shanahan is, yeah. Yeah. it's almost like he can do no wrong because he's done so much right. And so because of that, Brock Purdy is clearly going to be the one who has more to prove. Brock Purdy is the one I have more questions about. I don't question Shanahan. I saw what right. Shanahan could I do with Matt Schaub. Yeah. I saw what Shanahan could do with Matt Ryan. I saw what Shanahan could do with Nick Mullins. Over the course of 16 games, he had 5,000 yards. I didn't say it for a reason. I saw what Shanahan has been able to do with several different quarterbacks. So why would I question Shanahan? I just won't. But Brock Purdy, even when he's healthy, I agree with Joy. I know who he's capable of beating, but I don't know if he's capable of beating the Eagles. Mm-hmm. I don't know that. Can we throw a... Uh... Jimmy G in there? Yeah, he's awful, Correct. too. Okay. Took him to the Super Bowl. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I'm going to go with Brock Purdy as well. I just think that uh, you hear so much from the Niners. Uh, I had a chance to interview um, Debo Samuels, right? And he was saying how, man, he was lucky. Lucky we ain't had Brock Purdy the whole game. Everybody has that narrative like, y'all lucky y'all ain't cool. So now we have to see it, right? Mm-hmm. So we talk about pressure. Everybody said, well, yeah. if you was there, if that right arm, mm-hmm. I can't even say that. If Hassan Rick didn't do what he did to you, mm-hmm. you'd, you'd beat us, you know, because yeah. they had you there. So we got to see it. So, so all that he heard, because my boy coming back. Yeah, my boy. Okay, well, your boy's back. Mm-hmm. Your boy's playing. So that's a, that's a good point. We're going to find out. Because mm. everybody is writing checks for Brock Purdy. Oh, yeah. Big checks. Like, they writing checks like, hey, if Brock would have been there, mm-hmm. if he would have been there, yep. he going to be there. Like, if he don't do it, that's ah, just not going to be good for him. Well, Lamar Jackson, he has been there for the Baltimore Ravens, and he's a big part of why they have the best record in the AFC. When we return, we're going inside the film room. Who is more deserving of the Ravens' success? Is it Lamar in the offense or the defense? Going to take you inside a film room like a real NFL player to show you all of the whys on who's more deserving. That's next on Steve. What's up, family? I have to bring y'all inside the film room for this phenomenal conversation. The Baltimore Ravens, they're atop the AFC, but in large part, it's not just because of Lamar Jackson. It's also because of their defense. So here's the question. Who's more deserving of the praise? Is it Lamar Jackson or is it the defense? Y'all know I'm a defender, so I have to make my case for why the defense is more deserving. See, what I love about the Baltimore Ravens defense is they don't give up anything expensive and they don't give you anything cheap. Kyle Hamilton, he's a first-round pick out of Notre Dame last year. They have found the position for him. He embodies the Ravens defense right now. You'll see him right here. He's at the bottom of the screen. This should be easy right now. You're going to block Kyle Hamilton. You're going to crack block him. But what they say in Football is you make sure that you crack the crack blocker. Kyle Hamilton, he embodies the Ravens defense because his aggression. Get off me. I got somewhere to be tackle for a loss. That nice. is the Baltimore nice. Ravens defense. He not only gives up things or doesn't give you things that are expensive to him, but he makes sure not to give up anything cheap. You're going to see right here, Kyle Hamilton, edge of the screen. He's going to crack block the crack blocker, and he's going to get out, make the tackle for a loss. I love what the Ravens are doing defensively. They are worthy of a lot of credit. Bring Bringing it to the desk, James Jones, I know you're a big fan of this yeah. Ravens team. So who deserves more credit? Is it Lamar Jackson or is it the Ravens defense? Um, I'm going to go with the Ravens defense, and I, I'm going to circle this because I ain't even going to talk about Lamar Jackson's stats because um, I don't want to dog my dog up James here. James loves the circle, I'm a fan of, I'm a fan of Lamar. So circle. I appreciate I my this dog. One. Yeah, I appreciate my dog giving me that. But um, 
I'm going with the defense. The re- defense is averaging 15 points a game. They lead the league in sacks, 19 takeaways. I mean, they really won that game against the Chargers without that late score, 13-10. You know what I mean? Like, they playing big-time defense. Lamar Jackson is playing solid football, but this is one of the best defenses <clears throat> in the National Football League. They are where they are at, point-blank period, because how well this defense is playing. You just broke down some really good tapes, but this defense is the reason why the Baltimore Ravens is the number one seed in the AFC point blank period. Lamar Action Jackson is helping, but this defense is playing at a high, high level in every single category this season. They play <clears throat> big-time football. I'm taking the defense. He's helping? Yeah, he's helping. Oh, yeah. I think he's doing a little more than helping. Oh. I know. I hear you. I hear you. I'm just saying, I, I think Lamar is doing a little more than helping. Oh. By the way, let's give the Ravens a little love, because we're talking about a lot of other teams, and the Ravens are a quietly the best, quietly the <laughs> best team in the AFC. Yeah. They are playing great football. Uh, and honestly, if I was the Ravens, I would love it. Talk about, talk about everybody else. Let us chill. Let us just keep winning under these the games. Let, let us stay under the radar. No expectations. <clears throat> it's cool. I, I, I love that about the Ravens this year. And, and I will say, the defense has been incredible. I have to give Lamar credit, because if they weren't winning, we would be giving Lamar the criticism. Okay. So I, I have to say that they are 4-0 when he passes for two or more touchdowns. He is playing really, really good football So right he the now. reason you say it? Or I, I didn't get you. I'm going to say more credit. I didn't say the entire okay. reason. I think the Ravens are a great team. I think they're a great team overall. The defense plays a big role. Really, we, we talk a lot about the MVP Dang, we, I heard today. The MVP, I did. I just said it. More, I'm giving more credit to Lamar Jackson. Oh, okay. Bad, 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 I'm giving bad, more credit bad, to Lamar Jackson. Bad, bad, bad. I'm just also, I'm also going to say, I think this year, all this talk we had about the MVP, all the talk about all these great teams and the quarterbacks aren't really playing that well and it, we're having a lot of questions about everybody. I think it's because there are excellent, not good, excellent defenses in the league. The Chiefs have a great defense. The Ravens have a great defense. The Eagles have a great defense. The Niners have a great defense. The Cowboys have a great defense. The Browns Browns have a great defense. The Steelers have a great defense. I don't think it's a coincidence that there hasn't been a super high level of consistent quarterback play. And these teams, a lot of these teams, were giving the credit to the defense this year. I think this is a year where we should probably just give a little love to the defenses. I still think Lamar deserves more credit because he is the most valuable valuable player on this team, but I think this year is very unique, and I think it has a lot. I don't think it's a coincidence that there's so many great defenses this year. Yeah, I'm going to go with the defense for sure, but let's just put some more respect to Lamar Jackson. A lot of these games I've been watching, they be dropping the ball. They be dropping that pill. Bro, I'm just saying. Lately, man. man listen, making the plays, it's a couple, baby. one or two passes they dropping. Yo, that's easy first. Bring that in for my dog. Yo, that's a 60-yard game. Bring that in for my dog. I see a lot of that. So even last game, uh, against the Char- was it the Chargers? Chargers, they probably. Yeah, uh, but the, the, the uh, number four, um, Flowers. Yeah, hey, Beast. They fire, but they dropped a, a nice one. Uh, every <laughs> every ball counts. Okay. Every ball counts. I just, I just, I real quick, I just tell my lineman, hey, look, man. I don't need a lot of blocking, but one time I do need that let that spring out block. Let's yeah. get a little yeah. grab on yeah. and get yeah. out of here. Yeah. And when they were missing, I say, yo, look, man. I, we, I would jokingly do it, right? Because I'm good with bringing people together. Hey, I'm like, hey, big dog. Hey, hey, you had a great game. But listen, that little black, extra little block, that's 200 yards. That's bad. I'm calling 150, though, but that's. <laughs> so small things like that. So Lamar just he had them type of catches from these boys. He had more yards. Mm-hmm. Now the defense, though, is playing great. 
They what? Fifteen points a game? That's amazing. You can't even you can't even draw that up. Yeah. Fifteen points a game. It's so beautiful. a lot of respect for them. Even, and then even Hamilton last year. I mean, I don't ever judge rookies, but last year I was like, man, like I thought he was. He, he wasn't back, he great looked, in the back end. He was not great. That was in the nickel for a reason. But he could, but he could play everywhere now. Right. Now I watched him cover man. I watched him in the no, back end. You weren't end. wrong. You weren't wrong he's, at all. He's, Blitzing. He's so funny. And to they watch. Got, they have a great like one thing about the uh, I talk about DNA right. I just I'm sorry I'm talking too much about the defense, but yeah, I, you know I love defense like this because it's generational, right? Even when Ray Lewis back in the day, they have that DNA. They get that might linebacker that's going to go in there and go crazy, nope. and everybody feeds off of that. Even the secondary. They don't have no super big names in the secondary. I mean, if you want to say Humphreys, he's cool, but he's not a super big name. They playing well, passing, rushing, everything. So I just love the, what the uh, Ravens are really doing on defense, and it's hard to do. I love that celebration. I don't think I can do that to anybody, though. Too small? <laughs> I, can hit, I can hit like yeah, a talk. Like, oh, he, 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 he did it for Keenan Allen, too. Who's I'm 5'2. It's going to be tough for me to pull that off. Do y'all feel, and obviously I'll bring this full circle because the Dallas Cowboys play here in about two and a half hours. Do you feel about the Baltimore Ravens regular season like you feel about the Cowboys regular season? It's irrelevant. Dak Prescott has shown us he can win a lot of regular okay, season okay. games. He's never had a losing record in the regular yeah. season. Lamar. Lamar Jackson has shown us he can win even more regular season games. He's never had a losing record in the regular season. But Lamar Jackson is 1-3 in the playoffs yeah. when he shows up and finishes. Yeah. Dak Prescott, I believe, is 2-4 and four in the yeah. playoffs. Do you particularly, Joy, because I know you've been very vocal about nothing the Cowboys do in the regular season matters. Do you feel about Lamar and the Ravens in the regular season how you feel about the Cowboys' regular season? Question. I think we all do. Because we ain't been talking about the Ravens like that. And they're winning at the highest level. So, yeah, I think so. I, I, don't, I don't mention them in that core four probably because Lamar hasn't had the postseason success. And even though they were in the postseason last year, obviously Lamar wasn't available. I'm not going to go week to week with the Ravens either, really. But I think it is significant that they're playing this well. Also, Lamar just got paid. So for him to come out and be playing like this and, and all the questions that we had about it and all the additions that they made and the change of the offensive coordinator, like there was something that we needed to learn about this Ravens team. And they're answering all the yeah, questions. Yeah, and I, and I just feel like right, right now with the offense, especially the, the skill positions, they learn who they are. Yeah. Like, even, okay, um, Odell Beckham, right? I didn't know what, what he would bring to that team. Yeah. Uh, the name is cool. But he's starting to come into his own, though. He's starting to see the burst. He's starting to see the separation. starting to see the routes, yeah. right? He's starting to become Odell Beckham like we remember. Yeah. And then Zay Flowers, that dude is special. Oh. So my thing is when I watch the Ravens, they are starting to gel together on offense. Well, Lamar has never had a real offense, mm -hmm. to, in my opinion, right? I play under Greg Roman, and that's like nine on seven uh, running the ball. Zone. Yeah, inside yeah, zones yeah, all day, yeah. right? And I love Greg, but I'm just being honest. You can't really win with that type of offense. No. Like, even Kaepernick. Kaepernick wasn't really that good, but it made him look better because he's running about the quarterback. Now you got to have a real offense to win nowadays. It's not the old days. And now let's look at the Ravens. They're getting the running game together, different running backs, the power dudes, the, 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 the fast speed guys. And you look at the wide receiver room. They're finally gelling together. I think Lamar in the postseason never had an offense of supporting cast like he does now. Coach Mike, I always bring up Coach Mike here because Coach Mike taught me a lot. And hopefully he's teaching this to Dak. But Coach Mike taught me, regular season, everybody checks is different, right? Different superstar players, everybody checks is different, mm -hmm. right? It's cool to win yeah, there, but the main it. goal is to get to the playoffs. When you get to the playoffs, Aaron Rodgers checked the same as mine. It is true. Because Man. the playoffs is all about legacy. Yep. Mm -hmm. The playoffs is about making a name for yourself, and it's about legacy. You don't care about what happened in the regular season, how many stats you throw. Them checks is different. Mm -hmm. But when we get in the playoffs, that practice squad, that, that uh, special teams player, the same, they all the same because this here is about legacy. That's all this is for Lamar point. Jackson. You got one playoff win, right? Your check is fatter than everybody's in this locker room in the regular season. When the postseason comes, 
come, everybody checked the same, but it's about your legacy. So defense or not, he has to show up on that postseason. Wait, did, you know that, that did you know that before you got to the playoffs? What's up? Like the checks were the same? I mean, after my first year. I didn't know that. <laughs> Y'all was like, I was like, yo, what's up with the yeah, money, though? Like, yeah. yeah. He's assuring me? My first year, I was like, this ain't my check. Yeah, yeah. 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 everybody like, check. Yeah. I sent my drone back in. Yeah, I gave the wrong little money, yeah. <laughs> Everybody check. January 4th, 2014, the only time I made the same amount of money as Shady. There you go. You're going to off first to say. It's a great day. <laughs> when we return, Cowboys, they kick off in about two and a half hours. But do you expect them to bully the Seahawks tonight? Is it a must-win game for Dak Prescott? Will he thrust himself to the front of the MVP vote or out of contention in totality? Next on Speed. Coach Mike dropping gems. Then we are in a hurry-up offense. Cowboys, they host the Seahawks tonight. Now, the Cowboys at home, hard to beat. That's why y'all see that eight-and-a-half-point spread. Bring us on camera. We don't need no more talking. The Cowboys are absolute bullies, LaShawn McCoy. When they play bad opponents, they beat them down. They beat the Giants 40-0 to to start the season. Beat the Jets 40-10. to They beat the Panthers, I believe it was 33-10. to Andy, I'm doing this off the top of my head, so correct me if I'm wrong. I believe they beat the Giants once again 49-17. to When the Cowboys play bad teams, they beat you down. Mm. The Seahawks are 6-5. and five. I don't know how good or bad the Seahawks currently are. They were winning the division three weeks ago, and right now they're hanging on by a thread. Shady, do you expect the Cowboys to bully the Seahawks in about two hours? I do. Right? I, 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 I truly do. Yeah, yeah. Hey. A, a control game. I think they control the whole game. I think they're a better team. I like that. Um, and then one thing, Doss at home, they are good. They are real good, and they are real, real fast. On both sides of the ball. And also, who are we talking about here, though? The, the, the Seahawks? Yep. Because you said winning teams. I guess they're a winning team, right? Mm -hmm. They barely win it. What are they, six and five? Six and five. I mean, so if we don't count that as like a real winning team, they hold on by their leg. They hold on. <laughs> and then I think another thing is like, who that going against? Geno. Geno Smith? I, I know. I know he had a solid <laughs> year last year. I get it. But Geno Smith, he's Geno Smith. What's that and mean? I don't expect him to go in here and the Dallas is just ball out like that. Mm. I've been watching Gino. I don't know what y'all, I've been watching him. Mm. He look cool, he look, he look okay, he look cool. Look how he looks solid. He looks solid. Mm -hmm. So I, yes, I think that the Dallas, I don't want to say bully though, because I hate when we use yeah, that word bully, bully right? Yeah. I, well, watched, I'm out. I watched the Cowboys say that against the Niners and I, the word kind of, yeah. So I don't say they won't beat him <laughs> bad. I think they cover the spread. I mean, it's 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 eight and a half. So but that's, easy. That's a easy. that's a blow that's a blowout to me. Like in the NFL, you beat you went beat a team by ten points. Like that's that's a blowout to me. But um, yeah, eight and a half point spreads a lot of points. I think they cover it though. Bully is a, I'm, I'm with you. That's a little bit of a tough word. I think they control the game. Right. Yeah, I mean, I hope they blow them out because then I'm going to tweet out because I need to try to find a way to get Coach Mike some respect. So I'm going to take the Tyreek and uh, you know Michael Parsons fault. thing. I started this off-camera conversation. And, man, it's my fault. And, and try to get this thing going. But, um, I, no, I, I think Seattle has some pride. They just got beat down by the Niners. They did not play well, turning the football over. Geno healthy. I think this will be a close game. I don't think they're going to bully the Seattle Seahawks. they got a lot of talent over there, good players. I think this is going to be a good football game. It absolutely will. Well, there's a sneaky big storyline in the NFL. Zach Ertz, he asked for his release from the Arizona Cardinals and now there might be a Philly reunion. Is he coming back home? He might oh, home. he's coming back home. Lane Johnson chimed in. Two of my former teammates, Shady's former oh, teammate, Super Bowl man. champ, Zach Ertz, reunion in Philly. Hey, Ertz, FaceTime me back, big dog. I know you've seen him this call. Let me call Howie. 
All right, family, we're on our two-minute drill. Like I told y'all, Zach Ersey asked for his release. Current free agent Lane Johnson, his former teammate, he simply tweeted the eye emoji. Could there be a reunion? Shady, would you want to see Zach Ertz back in Philly? It was a time in my career where I wanted to be with he's at. <laughs> and I wanted to go back home. And they wouldn't let me go. Mm. So, Zuckers, you got a chance. They've let, they let you go. They release you. Go back home, baby. They winning games. You got a legacy. Why not go back? I was in the same position Shady was. I was in Oakland. I wanted to go back home. <laughs> and I made my way back home. <laughs> and, and had a really good season. So, hey, man, go on back to the crib, man. You're going to know the offense. You're going to know your brothers in the locker room. Be family reunion. Yeah, I love it some depth as well. If you're Ertz, would you rather go to the Baltimore Ravens? Obviously, Mark Andrews done for the season. Ravens are 9-3. and three. They could use you much more. Or go to the Eagles. Dallas Goddard, he might even return this week. If you're Ertz, you'd rather go to the Ravens, be used more, or go to the Eagles? I'm going to say the Eagles, Ryan, because once this game's going to be over with, eventually. All right? And once you are a legend in that city, they're going to treat you a different way. Yeah. I was in this situation sitting in Green Bay. Some teams offered me some more money. I said, I'm staying right here playing with my brothers because these is my it, dogs. Ursa, so he's the best tight end of all time in Philadelphia, would you say? I would say. Absolutely. Why not? Come on, easy right, one. For us. We'll see you all tomorrow, family.